In some ways, it's the lively small shops that breed life into a town. And the proprietor's friendly words can do wonders. Mead's news agency in Klonekilty's Pier Street is a good example. It has been in business for a long time, through boom and recession, floods and sunshine. Paddy Mead himself gave over the reins to his daughter Grace some years ago, but he's often around and his smile lingers, you could say. He grew up on a farm and worked on shipyards in Rotterdam and Cove. Clonline Radio asked him how he came to be a shopkeeper. How long have you had this shop? And what kind of shop is it to start with? Uh, and first of all, it's um, a uh, news agency and mm-hmm. tobacconist. So we have a license to sell tobacco and we sell all kinds of papers. But of course, since all the supermarkets came, they all have papers, all the, the garages have papers. So uh, our business has diminished an awful lot. One time we used to sell um, 800 stars, southern stars, a week. Now we sell about 100. Okay. So that's that's an awful shame. That's an awful shame that the the, the, the news agencies are, are diminishing. Yeah. But that's that's life. Yeah. And, and is there evolution? An, is there anything if you talk about evolution? Is there anything that um, would Sorry. sort of <laughs> that would replace? Because I can imagine that there is other stuff that you couldn't easily find in the supermarkets. Although I can't really think of what that would be. Well. And stationery and um, toys and you know that that kind of thing uh, is uh, is quite quite good all the time you know yeah. because we can compete well with the, with the, um, with the supermarkets in stationery and stuff like that. You know? And you're also in the main street, of course. We're also in, in a prime prime position. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the center of Clannacilty and you know the center of the town. But then again, the parking is an awful problem in the center of the town. You know, yeah, that's we should have a um, we should have a high-rise car park done about ages ago when there was space available for it, but now it's 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 gone. Yeah, or or a, or a subterranean car park. Or a subterranean, but yeah. I'd say they get very wet because <laughs> 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 Clannacilty is, is, is uh, will be underwater in about hundred years time. Uh, we'll have to be moving uphill. Yeah, or. A, create a bubble um, you started this you were the first one in the shop of your family it's now your daughter has taken it over my daughter has taken over no, no, I've retired for about uh, seven years yeah. and, um, but you were the one that started it when was that and why did you think of starting a news agent well my it was it, initially it, the building was belonged to my uncle and he let, left it to me in his will and so I got the opportunity the tenant that was here, um, she spoke to me and she got in contact with me and she said, I'm retiring and would I like to take over the business? It was an existing business. It was an existing business, okay. but it was a very tiny business. And very. I bought the, the stock from her for £17.50, I think, Okay. which is probably about €25. Euros. And, and what did you do before that time? What did I do? Yeah. 
I, I did many things. I was born on a farm in Grand Corps, which is about three miles from here. Um, Big family? Five. I did, didn't do much schooling. I went to St. Mary's, that's, that's, um, was, um, the teacher was there was Mrs. Deneen. She started with her husband back in the 50s, I think. And uh, <clears throat> um, I went there for a year, but I had my eyes on mechanical work all the time. So uh, I started serving my time in Murphy's Garage. Okay, you, you wanted <clears throat> or you, you were in, uh, a mechanic? I was a mechanic. Yeah. You loved cars? I loved cars and I served there for three years and I did another couple of years there as well. And then I went on my family, sold the farm and went to Cork. And um, I got a job in a service station as, as a mechanic and I was the only mechanic there so I did everything. And then I went to F Ford's for a few months. Ford's? Ford's and Cork when they were there. Yeah. Um, then that was only that was only for a part time, so um, I got fed up with that. So there was a job, uh, was an opportunity to go to to go to Holland, uh -huh. and um, with Veroma, that was the Veroma, Veroma, uh, yeah, with the the ship ship building company in Rotterdam. In Rotterdam. Yeah. <clears throat> so I went there for a year. What did you do there? Um, I, I was a welder, a losser. Okay. <laughs> um, you learned Dutch? I learned a little bit of Dutch. But um, when you're young, it is easier to learn it. Yeah. Uh, I tried learning Polish now and it's impossible. I have two words. No, I, can't, uh, I can't hardly remember them sometimes. <laughs> and have you Irish? Klein <laughs> bit, A little bit. I learned Irish in, in, in primary school. And you liked it? And I loved it, yeah. yeah. I still love it. Yeah, do you still speak it sometimes? I still, I still speak it a little. I can speak it to children more than adults because I haven't a lot of conversationary English or yeah. Irish. And um, my vocabulary is not, uh, not broad enough to speak to Irish people. And um, uh, why, do, does it, why does it attract you, Irish? Well, um, and very patriotic, I suppose. <laughs> it's your language. It's my language. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you're also a big fan of Irish music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and put on and and culture. Yeah. And country western. Okay. And any music at all. Yeah. Yeah. Even Bach. Even Bach. <laughs> 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 okay. We'll uh, get a playlist together. Um, I was wondering, you, you didn't want to stay in Holland, that was just a, a detour, I suppose? Well, it, it, it was only for a specific period for, for learning purposes. Yeah. But um, I this, they sent us to school when we, initially when we went there. But uh, I was, uh, I had previous experience of welding, you see, yeah. in the garage. So um, I was sent out to this workshop after a week. Uh, I had no more business, I couldn't learn anymore in there. Yeah. So I went working. And um, then I worked on big ships, um, big tankers. There was one, um, 96,000 tons was massive, a massive yoke. 
you know. And you have, you have to go down down into the down the holes. I know the hole. there was um, tanks and I don't know what length it was now, but it was ninety six thousand tons as big. Or was it electric welding? Oh, electric welding. Yeah. yeah. And what would you weld? Would you weld the oh, whole ship together? <coughs> the whole ship together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it must, it must be quite a strenuous work. Yeah, strenuous, no. No. Uh, it's only strenuous on your eyes, maybe. Okay. And um, so you didn't mind. It wasn't a. It, it, it was a challenge. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love a challenge. And did it pay well? No. No. I thought welders were well paid. No, well, when you're um, working on pipelines and oh, yeah. in Saudi Arabia or somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> or Dubai. But not in. But not in. The, not that. Not that time. That was 1959. Yeah. Because then I went to Holland in 1959, and I stayed there for a year, and came back to Rolama in Rushbrook in 1961. To what? 1961. Yeah, 1961. What came back to? To Verona in Rushbrook. Oh, in Rushbrook. That's okay. in Cove. Oh, okay. That yeah. was that was a, the the Dutch company was also in Cove. Yeah, that's oh, Cove. Yeah, know. they came they came there in in 1958 or something. And they started the. So started that, up. so you could come back to Ireland. Were you homesick for Ireland when you were away? No. No. <laughs> but uh, you wanted to come back. You didn't want to stay. It was, uh, Holland was very interesting, and I liked. I like the people and I like the language and I got to know a lot of to, to do about the people. But other uh, other fellas that were with me that they um, they got pretty homesick and they they didn't like the food and they didn't like this and they didn't like anything. Yeah. But I'm kind of open-minded. Wherever I go, I when I'm in Rome, I take do as the Romans do, you know. Yeah. And we're talking about a very different country than it is now. I yeah. Think, because people now go to Holland to, uh, mm. you know, be for live the, it up, so to speak. Do, yeah, for the, I week, don't for the weekend. <laughs> I know, I, absolutely, I'm very sorry that I, I never went back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was still, a, it was a very serious, sober country at the time. Oh, it was yeah. very serious. There was a few um, nightclubs. Yeah. I'd say there was about two or three in Rotterdam, where there's, you know, the stuff is everywhere now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and so you you started working in Cove, and how long were you working yeah. in Cove? Um, about four years, four and a half years, and then I I saw a job in the paper. For a panel beater. Uh huh. That's a panel beater is straightening out scars. Yeah. When they're bashed. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I applied first, and I got the job in the Lee garage. With um. Mr. Good was his name, um, and um, I was happy there for until I got the notification that that the lady was in the shop here was um, retiring. So we made a decision. I was married then to my wife Mary, and um, I made a decision that I'd come back here and give it a go, and That's I stayed here. And and if you compare the life of a shopkeeper to the life of a welder or panel beater, how would, how does it compare? There is no comparison because um, when you're an independent retailer, uh, your your whole time is consumed with with uh, with business and trying to sell more and more and more if you could, and meeting people and being nice to people and. Um, just getting their money, in other words. Yeah. And that's what, that was the main objective. 
And and so you can never switch off. You you don't. It's not you five don't o'clock and you go no, home. No. Well, uh, then I, I I started playing golf. Uh huh. And when you went to the go- when you went to a golf course, um, I became addicted. <laughs> and uh, when you when you were on a golf course, you were inclined to forget everything. So it's it's like a yoga. It's just like yoga, yeah. There's some people like that. They're not everybody is the same. Are you still addicted? Um, no, because I'm physically not able to work anymore because I have trouble walking with um, my knees. Yeah. Yeah. And do do you miss the the life do. of the do you miss the life of a shopkeeper? Do you miss the stress? Uh, no, I don't miss the stress, but um, it's more stressful now seeing um, with the depression that happened in Ireland in 2009. Uh-huh. And um, things are not the same. Yeah, you're worried about that. I, I worry about that, but um, in the advent of this, the street being rejuvenated, yeah. and uh, it, things, I think, are looking up. Yeah. You know? Because there's lots of is there lots of tourists. But there's a lot of there's there's lots of tourists at the moment. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but the disruption for the last two years was massive. Massive. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I'd say sales were down about uh, six fifty sixty percent. Okay. So they're on the up again. They're on the up again. Yeah. Okay. And um, um, do you also have grandchildren? I have eight. Okay. Do you think any of them will sort of take over the shop? Do you see this as a family that, business that's, that's forever? Up, that's up to Grace. But Grace, Grace has a different name now, and she has no one. Uh, she has no one of the mead name anymore. I have nobody, no boy of the mead name. Okay. So it's all girls. And does it matter to you? It, um, yeah. I feel. <clears throat> excuse me. It would be nice to carry on the name, but maybe the name will stay off the door. And uh, going, moving in the other direction towards the past, um, your family has, has been around Clonakilty for long. Were, were there generations on the farm? There were generations on the farm, but um, the farm was sold in nineteen fifty-eight. Okay, but um, before that, where they, where they? Oh yes. There's a long history of. There's meats. a long history of meat in, in the area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Drancor and Kilgariff and. Uh, around there, you know. Okay, and, uh, and did you ever research your family history? I didn't. You didn't. My sister is doing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I let her at it. Yeah, yeah. And what, what? Because the meat, the name meat originally, where does it hail from? Um, I Kilgariff and Grand Cora, I suppose. Yeah. Well, what you know, does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah. Does it mean anything? It means, I think, um, honey. It is the meat, uh, so a mixture of honey and something else, is it? The meat, yeah. Mead is a kind of a honey, I think. Honey, okay, that's, a good, that's a good heritage, yeah. isn't it? It is, Bees. yeah. Yeah. Has Clonakilty changed a lot since you started with the shop? It has changed an awful lot. Yeah. Because I believe um, there is no resident in Pier Street now except one, and that's and that's um, <clears throat> who is it? who's that now again? But there's just one. Re- when I was here, when I came first. There was a resident in every in every house, nearly. And did you did you yourself live above the I shop did, yeah. as well? Yeah, I okay. lived here now and sat at this table. Yeah, yeah. This is your old kitchen. Yeah. So when mm. did you move out? We moved out in nineteen eighty five. Okay. Nineteen ninety five. Sorry. Nineteen ninety five. Because it, it it became too big, or because you could afford it, or. 
because I wanted some place for my retirement initially and um, because I could afford it, I suppose. Yeah. So I, I, I was very lucky. I got a, a reasonable price site. So I built on that yeah. for a reasonable price as well. Outside Clonakilty? Just at the edge of Clonakilty. And are you happy there? Yeah, extremely. And um, <clears throat> we, all our children lived there and then they all went away. They are separate ways. And uh, uh, you, you could say, of course, that Clonakilty and the rest of Ireland has become richer over the years. I'd say it's a more affluent, all right, yeah. um, and it has, it has spread out and we have new hotels, yeah. which, is, which brings people in and the, it's upgraded very, very nicely indeed because it's being painted and decorated and the new street is fantastic. And, but do you ever feel nostalgic for the, the past, for the old times? No, I like to look forward. You like to look forward? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hence, I don't bother with my ancestors. <laughs> I, let my, I let my sister do that. <laughs> okay, so what do you do? You foresee the future? Can you say what we are, what we're heading for? Um, I'm a bit worried about um, the sea levels uh-huh. and about um, <clears throat> the changing in the weather and temperature. Yeah. And um, the sea levels, especially in the rainfall, it's um, we're so low lined in Clonakilty that. It, I don't know what kind of an effect it's going to have on us. Are yeah. we going to be taken over by water or not? Yeah. <laughs> but it, that's a long way down the road, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so... Well, hopefully there's still some years left on dry land. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have to go to the hills if we, if that happens, I suppose. But yeah. I, I won't be here for that. No, you'll be no. looking up. I'll be at looking, us from above. <laughs> I'll be looking down or looking up, I know it's... Shaking your head. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. This is all. Paddy Mead is a great fan of Johnny Cash and of everything Irish, including, of course, the music. You'll be listening to San Quentin, performed by Cash in the prison itself, followed by a long recording of the Chieftains playing a round robin in 2012 as part of their tour to celebrate 50 years in the music business, introduced by a radio DJ in Boston. And I was thinking about you guys yesterday. I've been here three times before, and I think I understand a little bit how you feel about some things. It's none of my business how you feel about some other things. And I don't give a damn how you feel about some other things. But anyway, I tried to put myself in your place, and I believe this is the way that I would feel about San Quentin. been living hell to me You blistered me since 1963 I've seen them come and go and I've seen them die And long ago I stopped asking why San Quentin I hate every inch of you You cut me and you scarred me through and through And I'll walk out a wiser, weaker man Mr. Congressman, you can't
What good do you think you do? Do you think I'll be different when you're through? some fireworks here we're going to let the chieftains off to the races and we're going to have a kind of a round robin patty is that right that's right uh, we ask everybody to take a little bits of solos you know a few bars in between choruses and anyone down there wants to join in if you have a mouth organ <laughs> stand in your head this is your big moment anyway right okay after four lads one two three
Here we are amongst ye and we're here because we're here. We're only one year older than we were this time last year, I am. The more a man has, the more a man wants, this I don't think true. I never met a man with one black guy who wished that he had two raya. I think I said enough, I'll say no more, so before you show me the door, I'll take a bow and I'll leave you now, and I won't come back anymore, I Thank you.